In this episode, I interviewed Raghav Gupta, the managing director of an online learning platform called Coursera. In this episode, we will get to know more about how online learning helps us with our education and how they will impact the new future. Maybe all of us will be able to stay at our house and learn at the same time. And of course, we will travel in our time machine and go back to the time when Raghu was 13. There was no internet then, so did he ever think that he would be part of an online learning platform? Well, let's hop on into our time machine to find out. Hi Raghav and thank you for agreeing to be on my show when I was 13. Let's begin with a quick introduction of yourself in terms of what you do currently and what you like to do with your free time to yourself. Hi, my name is Raghav Gupta. Workwise, I work with a company called Coursera. Coursera is an online education company and I'm the managing director of the company for India and uh, Asia Pacific. The company is headquartered in uh, the US. And uh, I live in Gurgaon. I have two kids in my free time. I like playing sports. So mm-hmm. I like playing squash. I like playing badminton. And okay. when I can, I try and go for uh, running as well. Oh, that's nice. So what year was it when you were 13? Well, it was a bit of a while ago. <laughs> okay. It was 1985. Okay. So uh, which town or city were you in when you were 13? So, uh, I was actually in a boarding school in uh, a small place called Jhadipani, which is between okay. Dehradun and Masuri. Okay. And, you know, my parents, my family was in Dehradun and the school okay. was a boarding school uh, in Masuri, but I, in reality, just a little bit, like half an hour outside okay. Masuri in a very small place called Jhadipani. Okay. So, um, obviously, now Dehradun is very different from how it was when you were 13. So, any new changes that you could tell us about? Yeah, of course. I mean, you know, the city changed quite a bit from the time that uh, it became the capital of Uttarakhand, uh, mm-hmm. which I don't remember exactly when that happened, maybe 10, 15 years ago. And okay. of course, when it became the capital of Uttarakhand, you know, a lot more people came there and the mm-hmm. number of buildings, the number of people, all of that increased. So, uh, from earlier, where it was a very nice, quiet town, you know, a valley uh, known for uh, schooling, known for education. It has essentially become a larger city, but it still feels like uh, home to me because, you know, that's where I grew up. And uh, every time I go back, I really feel uh, quite nice going back to Dehradun. That's nice. Uh, So, now that you're the uh, MD of Coursera, did you see yourself doing anything like this when you were 13? Not really, actually. I mean, at that point in time, I didn't have a clue what I would want to do later in life. I do know that, uh, you know, I was quite competitive when I was in school. So Mm -hmm. both in studies as well as in sports. uh, I think I was fortunate that I would do well, but I think a lot of my drive for doing well would come from being quite competitive. And I think that's kind of carried forward into professional careers. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I wanted to do well in my professional career, which Mm -hmm. I think has landed me at a role which I quite enjoy doing. And it's a role with a good amount of responsibilities. But I don't think I knew specifically what I wanted to do. My family did have a business and, you know, one of the thoughts at that point was to possibly join the business, uh, which Mm -hmm. was a retail business. 
but okay. uh, that's not of course what i ended up doing hmm. so what exactly is coursera and could you tell us what the term coursera means yeah absolutely so coursera is actually an online education platform Mm. it is the world's largest online education platform by number of learners for higher education okay and what coursera does is that it partners with some of the world's top universities mm-hmm. universities like stanford like uh, yale in the oh. us or like okay. imperial college in london or mm. indian school of business in india or iim calcutta in india mm-hmm. and these universities you know they have faculty members teachers who teach in a class but on coursera these faculty members and teachers create online courses the same faculty okay. members who teach in in class okay. and they put that content online okay. and today coursera reaches many many people around the world there are almost 45 million people mm-hmm. on our platform mm-hmm. who take these courses and get the opportunity to learn from some of these universities which may not have been possible without a platform like coursera because okay. only you know a few people get to go to on campus programs yeah. but many many people can take these courses online okay and so, uh, you know the company is about 7 years old when oh. it was started by two stanford university professors okay and when they were launching this company the founders of coursera okay. uh, i think the intent of the name coursera was to say course and era you know oh, so because okay. they yeah. felt that courses would not just doing long degrees like you would do a you know engineering degree or an mba degree but also mm. taking shorter courses there would be an era of that and i guess coursera kind of leans towards that uh, okay that's pretty interesting so as you mentioned coursera is like an online platform so how are online classes different from a general school yeah so you know all of us and including me and all of you your friends your colleagues mm. have all of us have grown up in a classroom environment mm. right where yeah. there's a teacher who conducts a class which can be 30 minutes 45 minutes 60 yeah. minutes yeah. and that class is the same for all you know 20 100 uh, students in a class right because mm. the teacher is teaching in the same manner to everybody yeah in the online world firstly nobody will listen to a 60 minute recorded lecture so sure. usually and especially on coursera the classes tend to be short they tend to be 8 to 12 minutes okay and secondly it can be a little bit more individualized so mm. if i as an individual learn by watching a video but mm. you as an individual learn by reading a text from mm. the same teacher then you know i can watch a video and learn and you can watch uh, read the text and learn mm. and then if a third person learns by uh, actually doing a practice exercise let's say on a maths question then they can learn by doing a actual exercise so one it is shorter videos from the same faculty members and second okay. it is a little bit more individualized as opposed to a one size fits all and okay. third i would say because online can be cheaper the mm-hmm. cost of learning online from let's say you know these universities can be a lot lesser than what it would be on campus okay so uh, basically in coursera people for of higher standards like who want to get to learn more lectures from college places they go to coursera to get to learn like more lectures is am i right yeah okay right. so as you mentioned there are online classes so obviously people attend colleges uh, to get a degree so that they can get some job right so do the classes in coursera help people get a degree like 
as people do in regular schools or colleges to get a job so most of the content that coursera has you know on its platform over the last 6 7 years is mm-hmm. shorter courses these are let's say 10 to 15 hour courses okay you know so i could take a course on a topic like uh, music for example from berkeley mm-hmm. college of music and i can actually learn the guitar from mm-hmm. berkeley college of music on coursera mm-hmm. but it's a 10 15 hour course it's a short course it's not a degree okay but also now there are full 15 degrees on the coursera platform mm-hmm. and i can actually go and do an mba on coursera over oh. a two year period so okay. uh, by completely doing it online while continuing to be in gurgaon and this degree mm. could be from a leading university in the us and mm. so on and so forth okay. so there are short courses but there are also now full degrees that uh, uh, one can do on coursera okay so now that the world is changing and obviously technology is evolving are there more people leaning on towards this online uh, schooling program than you know a general normal school yeah you know if you if you leave education out for a moment in general all of us are using online in almost every sphere of life right yeah if i have to book a taxi if i have to research something i go to google mm. if i have to order food i'll go to you know a zomato or a swiggy and so on yeah. so similarly in education also the fact that some part of education will happen online has already started mm. and more and more will happen as we go forward right okay. it's not a question of whether education will be in school or online but both will happen together and like i was saying very large number of people are already learning online mm. so on coursera globally there are as many as 45 million people who are learning online oh. okay and in india there are close to 5 million people who are learning online on the coursera platform and then there are other platforms also so mm-hmm. it's already happening but i think that a lot more of it will happen in the future okay so from 20 years from today will all schools uh, be online schools and people will be at home and studying do you think that will happen i mean 20 years from now is a long time i <laughs> yeah. don't really know what will happen but i don't think that schools will completely become online there will definitely be a physical part of schools and colleges where people will go to meet other people to meet mm. their teachers and so on but definitely a lot of what the education that they're getting will be online right okay. so it will probably be a mix of both in school as well as online and then the online piece you can do from anywhere you could do it from home or you could do it from a another location but there will be a significant element of both of these in 20 years okay So if the world was like this when you were 13 how would you utilize this uh, the internet and you know online schooling Yeah that's a great question you know when i was 13 and i was in this very small place called Jhadipani where of course there was no internet getting to yeah. know a lot about what was happening other than the small place was obviously very difficult right because you were only dependent on newspapers or people telling you what was happening in other parts of the world yeah. so i think the way i would use the internet is firstly to be aware of so many things that are happening around the world right mm. uh, technology is changing fast there are many exciting things that are happening yeah. you know you are able to do a podcast and many people will get to listen to the podcast and things mm-hmm. like that so i think one thing that i would definitely do is use it to further 
my curiosity and my knowledge to know what was happening around the world. And then also what platforms like Coursera do is that instead of limiting my education to my school and my teacher, I can learn from anybody on the internet. And I think that's the other thing that I would do. Okay, that's nice. So let's get back into your time machine and go back to the time when you were 13. So you mentioned to us that you were in a boarding school. So how different is boarding school? Like for me, I go to regular school, so I come back home, right? So how different is boarding school than the school I go to? Yeah, so, you know, I was in a boarding school from class 4 till class 12. Mm. And obviously, the school becomes your home because, you know, you are there. I used to be there for winter vacation used to be two months and summer Mm -hmm. vacation used to be a month and a half. But other than these three and a half months, I would be in school for eight and a half months. Mm -hmm. And the... You know, my classmates were my family, my teachers and my classmates were my family. Yeah. So it was obviously very different. It was very peaceful because it was a quiet place. And uh, at that point in time, there was, of course, no devices and uh, no internet. So it was very peaceful. A lot of the time would go into actually education and sports. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was home. I mean, school was home. Mm -hmm. So as you mentioned, there there was no internet. There There were no devices when you were 13. Today, all of us, we do spend, you know, to entertain ourselves. We are usually on Netflix or any other streaming online devices. So what, how did you spend your time instead of, you know, when you didn't have these devices when you were 13? Yeah. And actually a lot of it would just be playing sports. I mean, I was very fortunate. The school I was in encouraged participating in sports and extracurricular activities a lot. Mm-hmm. And in Masuri, uh, there was lots of inter-school competitions that would happen. Okay. And so, you know, I was in the cricket team. In fact, I was, for some of the years, the captain of the cricket team. Okay. I was in the tennis team. I was the oh. badminton captain also. I was That's in nice. the football team. I was in the hockey team. <laughs> so I would play a lot of sports. I would never uh. do athletics somehow, uh. but lots of sports. And then I think I was uh, fairly decent in studies as well. And I think that's mm. what time used to be. It used to be largely those things. Okay. We used to get to watch TV on Sunday evenings. And there okay. was no TV other than that. Okay. And there used to be one movie on Doodarshan which would come on Sunday evenings. Okay. And sometimes that movie would be a good movie. And a lot of times it would be a very boring movie. And you would feel quite sad that the only <laughs> movie that you got to watch once a week was also not a good movie. No. So, yeah, so that's what it was. And it didn't feel like something was missing. It felt perfectly fine to okay. do like that. Okay. Pretty different from then and now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, uh, as you mentioned, you, you were the captain of so many different types of sports. So, uh, when you were 30, did you ever feel like, you know, when I grow up, I'm going to try to pursue a career in like football or cricket? And what changed your mind to, you know, take up a company like Coursera? Yeah, you know, so in 1985, when I was 13, just a few years before that, India had won the World Cup for the first Mm. time, which was Mm. in 1983. Mm. But actually, at that point in time, sport was not really thought of as much of a profession. Mm. So quite frankly, you know, thinking about sports for my professional career never really came to my mind. Uh, Like I was saying, I think I was competitive, but you know, at 13, I was not really thinking about my career uh, uh-huh. too much, you know. Uh, but uh, yeah, I enjoyed playing sports. But professionally, as a career, it was not something that 
was uh, on my mind at all actually okay so could you tell us who your idol was when you were 13 and why yeah so like i was saying right india had just won the world cup and the captain of the indian yeah. cricket team was kapil dev yeah and uh, so yeah so i would really you know at that point in time the only way you would get news about your idols used to be via magazines and newspapers mm-hmm. and there used to be a magazine at that point in time called sports star and okay. i would buy it every month and read everything about what was happening in cricket and what kapil dev was mm. doing mm. uh so yeah he was my idol at that point in time okay also so, uh, uh, i used to follow tennis and yeah. there was this uh, you know at that point in time in women's tennis the two best players were steffi graf and gabriela sabatini yeah. from argentina and i would uh-huh. follow them again okay. via this uh, magazine so you had a lot of sports idols yeah okay so could you tell us what advice your parents gave you when you were 13 yeah they didn't actually give me a lot of specific advice they just <laughs> let me be Uh-huh. I think I don't even remember my dad saying you know focus on your studies or uh-huh. uh things like that. I think they would uh-huh. say you know you're doing well in studies you're doing well uh-huh. in sports so uh, you know continue kind of doing mm-hmm. that. But I don't remember actually them giving too much advice or you know saying too many things. Mm-hmm. I think yeah I think it was just that things were a lot simpler those days. It was of course a yeah. while back but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean a lot has happened like it's been like decades since you were 13 so like yes <laughs> <laughs> so we've almost reached to the end of our interview so this last question i asked on every interview that i have which is what advice do you have for me and all the others listening to this show i have one piece of advice which is mm-hmm. from a professional standpoint mm-hmm. and because i am in this space i understand this quite well mm-hmm. right by the time you complete your school you get into college and then eventually yeah. you get into some kind of work yeah. a lot will change in the world because of technology and the internet right mm. and i think one skill that can be quite helpful for uh, you and children your age to build is self learning mm. uh, which means that along with everything that you're being taught in school and you know from your teachers the yeah. ability to self learn is going to be quite important in the future given that things will change so much now whether that self learning comes by reading something or coming to a platform like coursera or a platform like khan academy of course mm-hmm. those there are various opportunities to self learn but building this capability to learn things yourself without somebody having to guide you i think that would be a great skill okay. to build for the future thank you so much for taking your time out to be on this show yeah thank you for having me uh, this is really good to speak to you and uh, thank you all the best thank you So that brings us to the end of yet another episode of When I Was 13. I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I did putting it together. For me, at 13, meeting people and getting to know their world when they were 13 opens up a world that I will possibly never get to know otherwise. Do not forget to subscribe to this podcast on your Android or iPhone. And yes, I am on Instagram, and you can follow me on when underscore I underscore was. 13 catch you soon with yet another interesting conversation on when i was 13